0: You are listening to Harvest Africa Untapped. I am your host, Fatima Musa. Welcome back to another episode of Untapped. Last week for our lunch break segment, we went out and asked people what their definition of the word meaningful was. And it was really interesting because someone pointed out to me that of course we expect meaningful to be related to big or special moments. And more often we associate it with people who we are close to or life experiences, etc. So it becomes more of a personal benefit than a collective benefit. And this person also pointed out that no one really mentioned doing something meaningful. So it's almost as though meaningful is a thing that happens to you, which I think is a really beautiful way to segment into today's episode because we have a really special guest with us who is really doing something meaningful and positive and I'm going to let him introduce himself. Hey Zee.
1: Hi Fatima. Um, yeah, my name is Busisotube. I'm 24 years of age and I'm from Johannesburg. Um currently I am part of an uh, internship program mm-hmm. at Tavas Media and I'm also busy with uh, the Dance for Change Data company and the Dance for Change Data project as well.
0: Yes, yeah, so Z the- You founded an NPO called the Dance for Change Theatre Company in 2017, having just graduated. So take us back to 2017 and everything that's happened from that moment to now. Where are you with the organization?
1: I started Dance for Change on the 22nd of March 2017. And the aim of Dance for Change was to make a positive impact using my talents as well. Um, I realized that there's a lot of negativity out there, especially from where I come from, which is Hillbrow. Okay. There is a lack of hope um, amongst uh, my, my very own peers as well. So I thought, let me start an organization that will inspire positive change. And Dance for Change is literally me using my abilities and talents in dance to actually inspire um, positive change. So yeah, uh, from 2017, it has been great. Uh, the past two years have been awesome. We have been invited at different institutions, Uh, Currently, we're working with the uh, UJ UJ Arts and Culture staff. So we we get invited to go and teach them dance every Tuesday Mm -hmm. uh, within each week. So, yeah, that has been great. And people have been inviting us in different places. We've been mentoring young people as well. We've been teaching them to believe in themselves and to show them that there is a career in the arts as well. So that is is what we've been doing so far.
0: That's amazing. Like, I'm so obsessed with it. And I want to actually just based on the episode that we had last week where we spoke about what meaningful means, mm-hmm. what does it mean to you? Considering that you're doing something so positive and uplifting, what is your perception of the word meaningful? Uh,
1: for me, uh, meaningful means something that has got value. Um, if something is meaningful, it has to have some substantial value. Um, so we are relating uh, that with tends for Change um, I, I believe that dance for Change is of great value because it uplifts um, everyone's spirit up and they believe in themselves. Um, so if it was not for Tense for Change, I doubt that most people would have some sense of self-belief in themselves, mm. like self-confidence. So Tense for Change is really valuable. Tense uh, for Change is really important in society because it, uh, it, it makes one to realize that there is more to life mm. than the negativity that they get to experience on a daily basis.
0: Also, so- I think... The most powerful thing about art or the way people can utilize art is you can use it as a vessel to experience life, Yeah, you know. So, of course, you started this Dance for Change movement, but take us back before then. Mm -hmm. How, like... What is your story in terms of how you found dance, how you decided that, okay, dance is an art form, but you want to take it to the next level. You yeah. want to include other people. You want to share your talents with other people.
1: Um. So uh, on the 5th of uh, September 20, 2009, mm-hmm. um, I went to the Hillbrook Theatre Project. I was invited as a high school learner to just witness and see what theatre is about. How old were you? Uh, I think I was 14 at the time.
0: Okay.
1: Yep. Yeah, I was 14 at the time. yeah. You, I was
0: how old are you now?
1: I'm 24. Okay. Yeah, I was 14 at the time. So mm-hmm. I got there and um, I got to see some some theatre shows that were performed by high school uh, learners and it was during the Inner City High School Festival. And after that, I found myself at the foyer just waiting for one of the teachers to pass by and for me to express how interested I am in joining the project. So. A couple of minutes later, one of the guys, Uso Hadebe passed by and yeah, asked me if I was interested in being part of the project. Then he took me in and then he taught me Sizuru traditional dance. From then on, as he was evolving also as a choreographer and dance teacher, he experimented with contemporary dance and mm-hmm. Afrofusion and I was able to participate in that as well. So when it came to acting, I didn't show so much interest in it, mm-hmm. but when it came to the, the dance part of every production, I, I was seen as that person was vigilant and so excited about doing dance. So people, sh- people showed me that, people told me that I uh, should actually do dance. And from then on, yeah, it's been 10 years. On the sixth year of that, uh, of that time, I went to moving into dance in 2016. That's when I started performing arts and I got my certificate there.
0: Um, you speak about that moment where you went up to, uh, who did you go up to? One uh, of the be, yeah. I know a lot of people who are young, especially when you're in high school and you have, like I experienced something very similar where um, I really wanted to study fashion design and I didn't know, like, I didn't have a way in. Yeah. So, you literally sit and you call every single fashion house or anything you think associates it to fashion. And I call them and I'm like, please just let me do anything. I'll make tea. I just want to be in that environment. I want to absorb. And honestly, people see that, you know. So, yeah. what kind of advice would you have to… Because I mean, we've spoken before, and you've also expressed that you're not exactly the most outspoken guy. You're more reserved, sometimes shy. You yeah. know, mm-hmm. um, how do you like? Where do you find that self confidence or that that drive in you to go and say, just do it? Like,
1: um, I think for me, from yeah, for me, it, it, yeah, it starts from the fact that this is what I know. Mm. So if there's not, if there's anything that I should be confident in, it should be what I know the most, and that is dance, and that I is agree. performing arts. And
0: you actually have to have like a level you have to trust what you know and you yeah. have to really sell it exactly. which is about selling yourself
1: yeah so for me it has to be that the fact that I know performing arts I know dance and it's been 10 years since I've been groomed in this thing so if there's anything that I should hold, hold a deeper conversation in is performing arts itself mm. so if I have to present anything if I have to teach anything it's based on what I know mm. and I've been taught so much and I know that based on my my grooming, I can never fail because I've been taught so many things. Uh, so I've, I'm confident in that. It's the fact that I have taken time to be taught. I'm not just a newbie in this thing. I just do just, just show up and start teaching people what I don't know mm. or what I think I know. But I and know it's, that it's yeah. also
0: one of those things where you have to start somewhere. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. So, like you said, you started this at fourteen. Yeah. You know, you could never predict where it would be today. Mm-hmm. So it's really about just grabbing at whatever opportunities you can and just letting it organically progress, yeah. you know, from there. Um, I'm interested, okay, so you do explain the world of dance. I'm not very familiar, but the different genres, um, you say performance, art. what is the difference between dance and then performance art? Like mm-hmm. how do you uh, distinguish between the two?
1: Um, dance is part of uh, performing arts. Okay. Um, so within dance itself, there is different uh, genres of dance. Uh, dance. Dance for Change specializes in dance theater. Dance theater is uh, the type of genre that comprises of contemporary dance, Afrofusion, and all of those. And those type of gen- uh, dance theater, you watch it when like, in theater spaces or when you are at outdoor venues, like mm-hmm. specific outdoor venues. That's what we do. So dance theater, mm-hmm. yeah, that's what I that's what I do. And there is also. Yeah, authentic South African dance genres like uh, spujoa, Banga, Spanzula, and there's guasa and all of those. Basically, for, for one to actually make a career out of it, mm. it will take more than just having a knowledge of South African dance mm. styles. So you have to study other Western type of dances like contemporary dance and... And
0: then get integrate exactly all...
1: Exactly, so that yeah, you can yeah, that. actually entertain both authentic South African crowds and international crowds as well.
0: Okay, so do you see yourself as a professional dancer or do you still feel like maybe it's a passion point and Mm -hmm. I guess a hobby for you or is this ultimately where you want to see yourself?
1: Um, I see myself doing, yeah, ultimately doing this. Yeah. And I also see myself as a professional because I've studied for it. I continue to learn from it. So Mm -hmm. it's not a matter of having to arrive. Um, one of my mentors once said that as a dancer, as a performer, you don't get to a point where you arrive. Mm. You always learn on a daily basis. So if I am maybe from from eight until four, if I'm at Harvest, and I'm learning a lot from people, uh, after that I get to attend de- de- dance classes so that I can sharpen my skills as well. So I'm a professional who still learns more from other people, who still goes to... Uh, dance seminars and dance classes to eventually get to a point where I can share more for I', I usually tell some of the kids that a student um, a, a teacher becomes a student at, at some point a, or a teacher was once a student in his life. so I'm that type of I'm that type of dance teacher who sees himself as, as a student first before uh, a dance teacher. so I learn as much as I teach. I don't get to a point where I'm empty because I always learn a lot. Mm. Yeah.
0: And right now, what are you doing? Because you're doing an internship. What made you make that decision? Mm-hmm. And explain, like, how are you, like, I guess, uh, handling the two different? Because it's very different worlds, mm-hmm. right?
1: Yeah. Uh, so, what, what I, uh, the reason why I decided to be to uh, to apply to be part of this internship was the fact that as an entrepreneur, you need to understand different fields, uh, different business fields. So um, I decided to be part of this internship so that I can learn the marketing side of the business. Because you find that you can have um, a good idea, uh, but you find that your your way of marketing it is not good enough. So you don't know the current stuff in terms of marketing, which avenues you should should use and stuff Mm. like that. So I decided to be part of this internship because I want to understand more about marketing, how beneficial it is for one to know the right ways and the right venues to to, to market your product and service.
0: I, I'm 100% with you and I'm so happy that you brought it up because I think a lot of people try to, they try to when they have one goal and yeah. one thing in sight, they want to just focus on that mm-hmm. and sometimes you have to like experience other things to take skills and take different experiences and yeah. add it to your journey to get to that end goal, mm-hmm. and that's how like transferable skills happen. You, you absorb as much as you can, yeah. and you use that to get to where you want to be. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. And do you think that's happening for you? What other revenues? Because okay, so there's the marketing aspect. What else would you be potentially interested in the future?
1: Um, I think so far I'm still interested in like learning so much about marketing. Mm.
0: Um,
1: but um, in addition to what you're saying now, I think it's important for artists to not just sit on one basket and just think that, okay, because I'm a dancer, I'll just remain there. Because mm. I'm an actor, I'll just remain there. But it's important to grasp as much knowledge as you can so that when your career in on stage ends, you can still have a life after that. Yes. So if my career in, in, in performing arts ends, I know that I've got something to fall back on, mm-hmm. uh, which is if um, I, can, I can be part of the marketing team within the same organization that I started it's true. without even being on stage or anything and your like
0: role that. will just change but the passion for what you at its core the passion is still there you're yeah. still passionate about dance you're just approaching it in a different, different way, way exactly you know?
1: so if I'm not on stage I can be able to actually be um, behind, the, uh, behind the scenes marketing mm-hmm. the organization and using the relevant um, sources and relevant avenues to market the organization as well because you find that people are still stuck on um, like the like the old, uh, the old ways of marketing mm-hmm. products and market, marketing services, but you find that with me being part of this internship, I get to understand the current stuff that I can actually use um, to market the organization as well.
0: Mm. I'm gonna throw you off a bit here, but yeah. <laughs> I think a very current issue that we're having in South Africa is unemployment rates. Mm-hmm. Um, this is not a secret at all, yeah. and. Yes, of course, we can talk about the negatives and we can blame the economy and we can blame the government. And there's so many factors to take into consideration. But as someone who is young, who studied, who graduated, who probably knows the challenges like myself, you know, especially um, when you're studying the arts yeah. and you're a humanities graduate, it's it's very difficult to kind of identify what hard skills you have and then take that to a company and say, hire me because A, B, and C, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, What are some of the ways that, what do you think that we as the youth can do to combat unemployment rates, creative ways? Mm -hmm. Because I think you're an amazing example because you're in a position where you're doing something that you really love. You didn't have to compromise on dancing you don't have to compromise on that aspect of what you're passionate about at the same time though you are trying to absorb yourself into an industry that is very different it's Mm -hmm. very corporate it's very business objective it's very you have to come to work do the whole nine to five thing um and a lot of people like lately it's frustrating because we have passion projects we have things we want to do creatively but just finding that balance because there is so much pressure to get a job and to be absorbed in this um, the job market, yeah. you know it's very difficult. So what would you say as someone who has gone through the motions of this? What are some of the lessons you picked up from that?
1: Um, uh, one of the lessons that I learned is the fact that one needs to convert their talents into skills through education. so education is quite important. Um, if you are talented in something, you can't just remain there. Uh, you have to be well informed about um your talent and what your talent can do mm. when it reaches its fullest potential so you have to take uh you have to go, uh, attend uh different institutions and convert your, your 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 talent to become a skill through education and then from then on you can be able to make a revenue for yourself mm. um once you have studied and you have converted your talent into a skill you don't need to go around knocking at offices to get a job you can actually be self employed, and actually, and that's
0: the whole yeah. idea of entrepreneurship, right? Exactly.
1: The, uh, we're living in a time and era where there's so much access to all the information that you need, mm-hmm. whether it's YouTube, whether it's podcasts, and all of that, like the one that you're hosting now. <laughs> so, uh, you find that even if you don't have like proper education, like formal education, you can use platforms like YouTube to actually Google stuff. There's free PDF books that are on Google and stuff it's like true. that. So, no one has an excuse to these days. You can actually. Google stuff, download books, read. Uh, with the little fifty rand that you can get, you can actually go and buy second-hand books and in- inform yourself. So you may not have formal education, but there is various ways of educating yourself.
0: Definitely. And your students, tell me a little bit about your students and their backgrounds, and why you think the stands for change organization is so necessary for them and for mm-hmm. the development of the community in general
1: um i'll start with our our students so our students they vary from the age of 6 to 45 and Mm -hmm. even beyond that because um we 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 inspire uh, we inspire self-belief uh we inspire the fact that if i can dance you can dance as well but then i was telling someone that
0: i don't think i can (laughs) but you can
1: uh one one class uh one dance for change class trust me and it's it's not a matter of you being the best dancer compared to the dance teacher or something like that. But if you can move in your own way and you can use the lessons that you have grasped from the dance class in your own individual lives and you don't have to be a dancer, you don't have to be in the arts, mm. but the, the ability to actually memorise uh, a dance sequence will help you even at work to actually get things in order and actually memorise, okay, this is supposed to be like that and that and that. So,
0: And that goes back to our point about, sorry, we like digressing, but it yeah. goes back to the points about, what dance will teach you and how you can use it in an office environment, mm-hmm. in a work environment that comes, like you were saying, discipline yeah. and, um, you know, so.
1: So um, with uh, our students, we teach them uh, discipline. Uh, most of the students don't leave the class just being students only, but they get to their various spaces and they become leaders themselves mm-hmm. because you find uh, there were two cases where one kid who was like 15 years of age came back to tell me that, at home, she actually leads a dance class and she teaches her, her parents to do the same thing that I've taught her. And you find another parent who's from the UJ Arts and Culture staff who came back to tell me that even if they're at home, she she, she does a dance class by herself to memorize what we have taught her. And surely she, she teaches the same thing to the kids as well. So Dance for Change is really, uh, not, not just another dance company or another just dance organization, but it's a, it's, a, it's a medium of creating leaders. And it's. This, I love that. And this organization is very important in society because if you find yourself doing something, you want attach yourself to bad habits. So when you attend our uh, some uh, one of our dance classes, there is barely anyone who has come to one class and didn't want to come back again. So they always want more. They always want to learn more. They always want to remain fit as well because our dance classes also in, um, also educate one about a healthy lifestyle. So if you attend our dance classes. You become fit, you 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 become fit in a fun way because imagine becoming fit just by dancing. You don't mm. have to go through the strain of thinking of going to the gym and mm. looking at people who are already fit and becoming demotivated. But you come as you are, we teach you how to become fit. You become fit and doing what you love and doing and us expressing our passion is actually the best thing ever.
0: That's amazing. Um I wanted to ask you like what are some of the most inspiring moments that you've experienced through this organization where you've actually turned, came back and reflected and been like, wow, I did not know this. This has really changed my life or my perception of the world.
1: Yeah. There's so many things that uh, are quite inspiring that I've experienced so far. Um, The first thing would be surely the first class that I taught after graduating at uh, moving into dance. That's when... One of my mentors and brothers, Tammy Masoga, was so amazed after, after I taught him uh, how to dance and stuff. Because when I was a first year, he was a third year at moving to dance. So based on experience, he's more, way more experienced than me, but he was quite, um, was quite proud of me when I taught him, when I hosted a, a dance class and he was part of the students as well. Uh, the second thing would be having to travel to USA, Spain and Germany um, within, uh, within 10 years. What was that, that like when tell us more when yeah. did you do that um on yeah it was in 2011 when mm-hmm. i went to usa it was a cultural exchange project and then by dancing during a mandela day celebration i just stood in front and did a zulu solo performance and people were quite interested in bringing me back again so in 2013. You have to
0: show, so
1: you have videos of that I, I have i have a picture uh i was wearing a nelson mandela shirt it was a nelson mandela celebration type of thing so in 2011, I was invited with a host of students from Orlando West High and other, and other, and other schools in Soweto. And, and I danced and then they were like, OK, we'll invite you again. Then in 2018, I went back to USA. Um, I, did, I, I performed a Zulu solo performance for like five minutes. I collaborated with one of the ladies from the Birmingham Civil Rights Institute. And yeah, so she was doing poetry and I was doing dance as well. And then, yeah, years later, after, um, after graduating at MIT, after starting Dance for Change, yeah, and then in Spain the same year, and recently, kid uh, just came back from, from Germany again. <laughs> and, um, yeah, one of the other things that is quite inspiring is the fact that I was, with the, I was performing with kids that I had taught to dance like a couple of months back. So I, I, in my mind, I always think, the fact, I always think about uh, the fact that if I did not teach them they wouldn't have been ready for such an opportunity yeah. so having to be on the same stage with them like a teacher and a student the same stage really it really is inspiring and it actually encourages me to continue uh inspiring people to dance for change and for them to really get to understand who they are and you mm. find that people they didn't, they, they, uh, they couldn't know uh, they did't know that they were good in uh maybe in singing or something like that, just one class. People, we find themselves now thinking that, oh, okay, I can actually sing.
0: Can I can
1: actually, yeah. So they, they get to believe in themselves and us having to travel uh, so many times.
0: Yeah, that must be amazing. Yeah,
1: people people thought that arts did not have, we grew up under that notion that the arts does not have money, there's no opportunities in the arts and stuff. But they are built to just enjoy through all those things. Mm. You get to realize that, oh, actually, there's actually so much money and so much opportunities within the arts. And you get there, you, 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 and having that proper work ethic, it opens doors for you, especially as an artist. That is one thing that you should also touch on. The fact that if you get an opportunity, it's important for you to have your work ethic properly sorted out Definitely. because you might get an opportunity, then from then on, you miss out on on the next opportunity because your work ethic wasn't good enough. So yeah, we, uh, uh, these opportunities came through because we are also ready mentally. Uh, We had prepared ourselves, like, on my ninth year of being part of a theatre project, that's when these things came.
0: And I think that really is the key. It's, like, you never know when you're going to get that opportunity, but it's you spend every day preparing for that moment, Mm -hmm. you know, to be ready. Um, I want to speak a bit more about, like, where you're from and growing up. And I know we, especially in South Africa, because of, the limited opportunities we have a lot of parents aren't so keen about allowing their kids to like explore the arts as a career mm-hmm. you know what was your experience growing up and your parents and um were they accepting of it were they supportive because i think it's an important question to have you know yeah. a lot of kids these days are forced into careers or fo- forced into degrees that they're not really passionate about not not saying that Arts is the positive, and science is the negative. It's yeah. just um, there's just this stigma attached with um, careers in arts and how it doesn't amount to making you money, basically yeah. at the end of the day, which is a lot of parents worry.
1: With me, um, I grew up in a family where there was barely anyone who was talented within the arts. Um, so I was the first I was just, Are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm telling you like I was the first I was the first in my family To actually show Some potential In, in, mm. in the arts And Yeah During parties I would dance mm. And So when I was On uh, my third grade I met some of the guys Who were performing at a, at a church event I was like I want to join you guys From then on such things kept me busy, So mm. I wasn't attached to any bad habits and stuff because after school, I would go to rehearse with my friends and we were just young, at the age of eight, but we already knew that around this time, we are supposed to be rehearsing, getting pieces, mm. some things.
0: So already you had that installed in you yeah. that rather than like going out and catching on mm-hmm. to like whatever, yeah. you had like a routine yeah. I guess
1: Yeah. so we we'll would go um, and rehearse at my friend's place and uh, his grandmother he knew that around this time open would open the gate she'd open the gate and uh, yeah there would be a room where we would be raising in at school besides the fact that I was dancing I would also be part of the marimba band as well so I've got them, some marimba chins in me
0: there
1: <laughs> and yeah you uh,
0: just like a whole bunch of talent
1: yeah uh, so I yeah so it's music it's dance and all of that so Yeah, I was able to, uh, at school I was active in uh, the the Marimba band, uh, at home. They knew that even my mom, my sister would tell my mom that you can't find Busis around this time because around this time he has gone to rehearse with his Mm. friends or he's playing soccer or anything like that. So I was was usually channeled to the right things.
2: Mm.
1: There was barely any time where I would find myself chilling by the corner, smoking, all of that. So, because my friends... And my brother's friends would ask me, Guti, "Why? Why am I not? Why am I not mm. doing what I'm used to do?"
0: Mm.
1: So I would find myself getting chased to go and rehearse or something like that. And I would. I so they
0: actually nurtured and supported that.
1: Yeah, yeah. to some degree they did. Uh, until after matric, that's when yeah the whole employment vibe comes mm-hmm. to, to play now to say okay, but now you have to go and work. Uh, you have not been getting any money from this thing. Uh, What's and your plan? Exactly, and I realized that if I had given up at that time when that opportunity to travel to USA, Germany and Spain mm. came, I wouldn't have been ready or someone else could have taken the opportunity. But I was able to, to enjoy the, the, the negative comments from, our, from my relatives, from my mom herself. Because my mom, when I wasn't around at home, you would hear statements from my other siblings that your mom said this opportunity mm. and stuff. But then,
0: I'm sure it was more out of concern than yeah. anything else.
1: So she was like, ah, this guy is not really interested in going to work. Mm. This guy is lazy or anything of that sort. But I was able to actually show her, like, years later, especially after graduating at MIT, I then showed her that I can actually make a living uh, with this thing. And I I told my mom that when, when other kids are claiming to be going to work in suits and ties, when I'm going to rehearse, I'm going to work. Mm. Because when I show up on stage, when I show up on at any corporate event, I should be getting paid. So that is work for me. So I told my mom that, and yeah, obviously with with most parents, especially parents of color, there would there would be some some sense of disbelief. Mm. Uh, but yeah, later on, after coming back from Spain like twice, uh, from Germany and Spain, and this year as well, yeah, my mom was like, okay, I see it. Seems like this guy is really <laughs> passionate about this thing. So eventually, they had to believe in in what I'm doing. Um, at some point, I don't have to explain myself. That I'm a dancer, or I'm in the arts, or, or something like that. convince
0: them that this yeah. is something you really want to. do. Because one of
1: the struggles would uh, would be the fact that I have to always convince,
0: yeah, my
1: relatives that this is what I'm passionate in, this is what I'm doing. But now, yeah, they're always sending messages and yeah, we see what you're doing, congratulations and That's stuff like beautiful. that. beautiful.
0: Yeah. Um, I think you know it is. It's it's just one of those things where. I remember in I took arts in high school. And my mom, and I dropped Matt's list. Mm-hmm. Well, I dropped Matt's call to, Matt to Lit, And my mom was, like, very against it. Yeah. And I tried to explain to her, like, I've already made up my mind very mm-hmm. early on what I wanted to do, at least the revenues that I wanted to explore after matric. Mm-hmm. So Matt's call wasn't necessary for me. science subjects was not necessary for me. Um, And it ended that when I... Uh, when I matriculated, my only distinction was in art. Mm -hmm. So I think to my point, you first have to trust yourself and you first have to believe in yourself. And you really have to have that intuition about what you want out of life and everything else will go away. You'll spend your whole life trying to convince people that what you're doing is meaningful and it means something to you and you're passionate about it. But it's almost like you trying also to convince yourself,
1: yourself yeah i think it's it's uh, it's uh it's always important to sometimes you don't have to always talk about it sometimes it's good to just act on it mm. um just do what you love and eventually people will will get well will catch will, will up to what you're doing and so yeah some people they don't know this but uh at some point in time i tried to study at uj like twice uh in 2018 and in 2015 because I tried to forsake my talents and stuff to pursue uh like marketing and stuff. Mm. Funny enough how I'm doing no, marketing you now. Market- you see
0: yeah. how
1: it works out. So in 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 2013, I did try to yeah go to UJ. I passed the first semester, second semester. There, there was this feeling of feeling empty, mm. though I had passed, but I, I still felt empty. And I told my mom about it, and. No, I didn't tell her the first time. The mm. first time I just left UJ and then she was surprised how I was, not, how I was not going to school at the time. You didn't tell her? I didn't tell her. But then <laughs> when she saw that I but was... But actually
0: I know a lot of people who like... Uh, especially because a lot of people come to Joburg from other provinces yeah. in South Africa. They come, their parents send their money. That time they're not even studying. Yeah. You know?
1: But then when, when the time came for me to actually perform, we were working on a production... Uh, like an end of year pro- an annual end of your production mm. at the time. So twenty thirteen I was like, yeah. When my mom saw, saw that I was excited to go to the theater more than going to school, she asked me, I've, no, I've never seen you going to school lately. What's going on? Mm. Then I was able to tell her that this is what I'm passionate in. Can I take a gap in 2014? I did that. Then 2014 was actually How did the...
0: How
1: Yeah, she was disappointed mm. uh, because surely her hopes of having the family to be seen as that great family were, mm. were on my shoulders because if I drop the course, that means the family's, la- the family's greatness is at mm. stake as well. And you don't
0: have that like, oh, my son got a degree, yeah. he graduated. Because yeah.
1: Yeah. he was comparing herself with everyone else yeah. around that. My ch- yeah, my child is doing this and that. In 2014, I, ju- I then realized that I'm actually good in dance uh, because I'd, I taught the kids at Boston uh, Media House in Bramfontein that They had a festival at the time where people would come together and create traditional stories. And uh, I was called to go and choreograph for them. And we took second place out of like seven schools at the time. And then I was also, there was also Hillport Theatre School Talent. I got first position out of like a whole lot of groups that uh, participated there. So that was key for me to understand that this is what I'm good at Mm. and this is what I should pursue. So in 2015, I tried to, Neglect that as well and did uh, development studies. But people had asked me the, the previous year that you really should do dance. Um, so, same thing happened past first semester, second semester. Then I sat down with my mom. I was like, Mom,
0: this is not yeah, working.
1: This is what I want to do. This is what I'll be great in. Uh, funny enough, because in 2015, that's when I started to realize that a lot of people who are actually great in something they pursued what they really loved, mm. what they were really passionate in. So I sat down with my mom. I was like, I understand that you want me to do this and this. But for me to be great in this family, for this family to be great, it will take me doing what I'm passionate in. And so 2016, I went to MIT, I auditioned, they took me as a student and I studied the whole time. The whole year I graduated, I was given a chance to be a second year student, but uh, something felt wrong Mm. uh, by me pursuing a second year at MIT. So I had to leave and start my own organization and through that organization, this is where I am today. Um, I'm able to say I'm a founder of an organization that is effective in society. At
0: 24, at you 24, are a yeah. founder of an NPL. That's amazing. Yeah. Actually, at
1: 22, because I started at 22. At 22 yeah. Yeah. So at 22, I was able to start an organization that is effective, that makes a positive impact in society. And if I had gone to study any other thing, dance for change wouldn't exist today. A yeah, lot of people wouldn't true. have... I uh, would have known their potential if I didn't start Dance for children.
0: You wouldn't have had that impact on so many people yeah, and so yeah. many students. Um, I want to ask a few more questions. Yeah. One being, who do you look up to?
1: Um, I look up to, um, outside the, within the dance space, uh, I look up to Lovu, uh who is a lead choreographer like, moving into dance. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, was think, I was thinking about this lately, that I always mention him. Everywhere, <laughs> uh, so I, I look up to Sunny I look up to a uh, sorry point sorry for that. I always uh, I look up to uh, David April as well, who is a veteran in the dance space, mm-hmm. uh, who is one of the legendary dance uh, teachers. Um, he teaches Afrofusion as well. I look up to Vianney Craig uh, Magoma, who is a founder of Vianney Dance Theater Company. Um, I look up to his journey so much in the fact that when he graduated moving to dance, like in the 90s, he was able to start his own organization as well. So I was inspired by to, to follow the same path as well. To say, mm. okay, I've, got, I've graduated MIT, let me uh, let me follow. If one person succeeded in doing this, let me do the same as well. So, Vian Craig-Macoma, David April, Sanipo Lovu. I look up to people like Vusi Tembewayo, DJ Spoo, who actually are making a living. Uh, by being uh, entrepreneurs and actually developing ant- other entrepreneurs as well. Uh, I also look up to Melody Mia, uh, who was uh, a student at, um, at UJ mm-hmm. and is now an MC for Orlando Pirates. And he was once he
0: loves soccer.
1: Yeah, <laughs> not really, but yeah. He uh, was once uh, a, a, a presenter at UJ FM. Um, I look up to him so much uh, because he really makes an impact in people's lives. He really makes a positive impact in the lives of the youth. And by just being in his presence, we learn a lot. And yeah, he believes in the people that um, he has groomed. So he believes in me as well as as much as I believe in him. And he has made such an impact in different uh, aspects of life.
0: I'm going to ask you something which is not just subjective to dance, but all art forms. Yeah. What is What is the process of creating something meaningful? Because I think... Art can be two things. It can be selfish Mm -hmm. and you can really create art for your own um, agenda as a way to express whatever you need to express. Or you can, like you are using your art form to incorporate it in other people's lives. Mm -hmm. So what does that process of creating meaningful art look like?
1: Yeah, Um, I think uh, I'll take... I I'll I will respond based on what Vianne Craig t- told me after watching his show. That it, uh, it starts from you. Um, what do you want to tell? What story do you want to tell? Um, as, a, as a visual artist, as a dancer, what story do you want to portray? What visual art do you want to portray? So it starts from you. Um, and from then on, you tell your own story. Um, it's, it's it's nice when artists tell their own stories and they become authentic. They don't try to entertain and and and... And, and, and try and raise conversations based on the fact that it's trending mm. or the story is trending on that. But it's important to start uh, It starts from you. Because uh, recently I've been thinking of creating dance shows and dance pieces, um, And I've been looking at certain individuals who are great within the dance space. And all I see is the fact that they became authentic and they did some research, like outside research. But initially what they want to do is something that speaks to themselves first.
0: Z, what do you value? Like, apart from Dance for Change and your commitment to that, what are your personal values? Because I think that really shapes what you create and Mm -hmm. how you approach whatever you put into, you know.
1: Um, I value and treasure my relationship with God, I think, first and foremost. Um, I value and treasure my relationship with God. I treasure discipline. Um, that's one thing that most kids know me for (laughs) the fact that you
0: like the strict dance teacher where you can't be late (laughs) yeah no no, I
1: I, I do laugh a lot I'm I'm as humorous as anyone else but when it comes to developing individuals I cannot compromise on that Mm. Uh, you'd rather love me for the fact that I'm strict on you and I desire to see the best in you than to laugh with you and then we don't see any growth in you Mm. so I really value discipline I value being mentored I value past, the, the passing on of knowledge. Um, I value being professional. Um, I value, you know, I, yeah, I value discipline, being taken seriously as well. Um, yeah, that the, those, these are part of things that I, I value, amongst other things. Uh, one thing that people have witnessed in me is the fact that I love learning a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I, uh, I value humility as well. Mm-hmm. Humility is quite important uh, for you to go further in life. It will take you being humble. Mm. Uh, in the face of the great and the small you you have to be humble because you'll never know tables will turn and then
0: you have so much gems of wisdom like little gems and i love it i'm enjoying it so much but um let's get to dance for change what are you guys doing right now how can people get involved you know just tell us because i know that with these things like you hear mpos you hear like organizations but what is the process to just getting involved?
1: Um, currently, under the Dance for Change data project, we are busy working with uh, different institutions. Um, we are doing a lot of dance classes lately. And also, when do
0: these take place?
1: Um, on Tuesdays, we have the UJ, uh, UJ Arts and Culture staff mm-hmm. uh, at uh, UJ, uh, UJ uh, Kingsway campus. Uh, so, it's so only for them, unfortunately. But we are trying to sorry,
0: not new yeah.
1: <laughs> We are trying to cycle um like a, a venue where we'll have like weekly classes.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, because currently we don't have a venue of our own, but we liaise with different uh, organizations. We have got like ten studios, so that they allow us to teach them for free, and then they give us dance space. Mm-hmm. And then with uh, under the Dance for Change Theatre Company, we are finally releasing our own merchandise like t-shirts and all of that. But I get one, hey. Yeah, you will, you will, yes. trust me. Um, so we are, we are releasing that as well. Um, so that will be a means of trying to generate profit so that the company keeps on going as well. Definitely, because
0: so that's very important. Yeah,
1: so if you are not performing on stage, uh, you can come through and purchase our T-shirts. Currently, we are doing uh, the T-shirts. Surely we'll expand to caps and other mm. things as well. But it's actually good to do things like, at sh- like slowly and surely so that... You don't just rush into things and do things Mm. uphazardly. And then some things become successful and some things don't become successful. So we are solely touching on T-shirts and see the success of those. If the the T-shirts are successful, we're able to go to other things as well.
0: Can people donate?
1: Yes, you can donate, um, but later on we'll we'll share the the bank bank account details.
0: Okay, cool. We'll yeah. do it all on our Twitter page, yeah. and everyone can yeah our, anyone who's interested, I'll give them yeah. all the information,
1: and then they can follow us also on the the Dance for Change Theater Company on Facebook,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and then Dance for Change Theater Company on Instagram.
0: I was looking through the Instagram yeah. account last night, and it's beautiful. The oh, pictures so are so powerful.
1: Um, yeah, people can invite us to come and teach them, and if they want us for entertainment, especially uh, African dance uh, performances, yeah, they can. Contact what is that your one.
0: favorite um, genre?
1: Um, in terms of pe- when, we, when we're performing it, yeah, uh, I think it's, a Zulu. it's a Zulu. You like yeah, it's Zulu. Yeah. So if you, if people want, it's wanna, very theatrical. hey yeah, if people want us for African dance performances, kampoots and other modern dance styles mm-hmm. like Banzula and stuff. They can contact us on the Dance for Change Data Company Facebook page and on Instagram.
0: Thank you so much. This was so inspiring. Oh, thank you so I much. I think we could like speak forever because yeah. there's so much to speak about. But I appreciate what you're doing, and I think it really is something that is meaningful and something that is positive, mm-hmm. um, which are very important ways to use art. Yeah. You know, art can take the form of anything. Your best outcome would be that it's fulfilling and that it's making a positive impact in to yourself or to the community or to the people around you.
1: Yeah. So um, thank you
0: so much for coming through.
1: Thank you so much for the opportunity that you've given me. I know that I just posted a picture on the WhatsApp group and then <laughs> you're like, okay, I'm interested in this. So thank you so much for the opportunity that you have given myself and Dance for Change uh, to actually be known out there, for people to know our journey. Um, we don't take this opportunity lightly because we don't know the opportunity that may come might
0: come from it after.
1: exactly so know. we thank you so much for this opportunity
0: look from our side like we're we're still starting out um, starting a podcast with such a passion point of mine and besides anything it's yeah. just really my personal agenda is to meet some really cool people first of all and yeah. to tell some really beautiful stories and that's what we've done today yeah. so that's super cool thank, thank you so
1: much